It is Friday afternoon, just after 2.30, and that means it is time to once again check in with Richard Wallach, who is the editor and publisher at VancouverFoodster.com, also the host of the Van Foodster podcast. Richard, thanks so much for being here again. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Jill. Well, great to chat with you. I know we're going to talk about some international cuisines today. Just before we do that, though, I had to mention to you, I your recommendations last time you were here, I went to one of them, the... Um, What's it called again? Mount Pleasant uh, Vintage and Provisions? Uh, yes, yes. It was amazing. It was okay. so great. Uh, great to hear that. Yes, and it was uh, packed and everybody was uh, having a great time. So uh, a very a very fun restaurant. Uh, let's get to what we're talking about today, though. Some great international cuisines at some local restaurants. Yeah, so all of these restaurants I picked today are um, ones that only have like one or two of this type of food in Vancouver. So the first one is Colombian. So it's a restaurant called Union Latino. It's on uh, Granville Street downtown. It opened up during the pandemic. I think it was about uh, six or eight months ago it opened up. And it's Colombian food. And it's traditional, like what you'd find when you travel to Colombia. They're covering all the different regions of Colombia. All, almost all their staff is also from Colombia, including the chefs. So they've done a really good job. And it's just great to see something different. Like we, we have so many Mexican restaurants now and that kind of thing. But it's interesting that there's only one Colombian restaurant actually in Vancouver. I've tried a lot of their different dishes there. I've got some favorites. Um, one of them is called Pachuta uh, Asada. It's actually a grilled chicken breast, like a thin grilled chicken breast with rice, salad, and fried plantain. You're going to find fried plantain with a lot of their different dishes because that is part of uh, Colombian culture. They've got arepas. They're all different with different fillings. I've tried one of the mixed ones and the cheese one. That's always really good. And uh, they've got empanadas and all that kind of stuff as well. And they also have a dessert, which was interesting, this dessert. It's called um, uh, Brazo de Rina. And it's actually, they call it Queen's Arm in English. And it's kind of like a, it's got Dolce de Leche on the inside. It's got this kind of a pink pink on the outside, a round thing. But when you actually, if you're from Bogota, so this one server told me um, that if you're from Bogota, they call it Liberal. That's like what their pastry is in that city, in that region. But um, it's known here as the Queen's Arm, and nobody knows why. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. And then another spot is called Saba Foods, and this is Yemen food. They're the only Yemen restaurant in Vancouver. Uh, so that's another one of these kind of like interesting, interesting things. How the owners had, the owner had moved to Canada, moved to Vancouver uh, from uh, Yemen. So you've got Yemeni food. He's on Main Street. It's at... Uh, a five five zero, sorry, five zero nine Main Street, right in the heart of Chinatown, which is also interesting on how they ended up in Chinatown. And there's a whole story that goes along with that one. Uh, but you know, Yemeni food—it's not something I had ever had before, and I just recently experienced it. And it's all about meat. So if you're a vegan, vegetarian, this is not your spot. <laughs> but um, if you love meat, this is your spot. And I've tried a lot of different things there. That their the lentil soup was really good. Um, their roast lamb, they make two different kinds of roast lamb. It was great. And the chicken as well. Um, there's something called full. And a lot of people had messaged me about this when they saw me eat this. And it's actually a fava bean stew. Really hearty, really good. And that's kind of got good, some good fiber to go along with all the different meats. Uh, they have a new dish called a halal triple uh, A Angus steak. And that's done with baked potato and asparagus. That's probably more looks like what we would, the kind of food we would normally have here. But it's it's very good. All their meats are halal, and they're open for they're open like kind of all day, every day. They're available for catering, um, and they're doing a lot of that apparently since, since the pandemic. They've been doing a lot of catering, and then they have all these desserts. So baklava, all made in house, all really good. Uh, different kinds of kanafa, the cheese kanafa and a cream kanafa. And they also found out that they are actually wholesaling to a lot of other 
restaurants around the city that are looking for these types of baked goods. So um, apparently you might see it in other restaurant menus. So I thought that was also an interesting kind of restaurant. And then um, there was this uh, spot called, um, it's called, called Ofer's Kitchen. And I go there quite often. It's actually Israeli cuisine. They're on Denman Street, and um, they're vegan and vegetarian. So you're not going to find meat in this restaurant. It's going to be um, all vegan and uh, or vegetarian. And uh, it's, just, it's kind of like really good, healthy food. I've tried a lot of different items there. The Israeli salad, baba ganoush, all the salads are phenomenal. The healing soup is really good, especially this time of year. Um, their hummus, their falafel, always really good. And then the stuffed eggplant platter, and they, and they change this kind of throughout the year, throughout the season. That, that dish kind of changes, but it's always been really good. And then um, they make this dessert called Malabi Cream, also really good. And, you know, a lot of um, film crews are going there. So I've heard that a lot of actors around the city that, you know, they kind of jump into different restaurants. They're all going there because they all want healthy food. So that's a great spot. You can find them at 1088 Denman Street in the West End. And then uh, a spot I went out to recently called Cayenne Bistro and Grill. It's out in Burnaby, kind of on the Burnaby newest border. And they have East African food. And that's something you also don't find much around here. Um, the owners told me that they actually kind of do an Indian fusion with their East African because that's where their roots are. Uh, but they opened up right before the pandemic. Where Most of these other restaurants opened during the pandemic, but they actually opened up a few months before the pandemic and they survived it. They learned a lot <laughs> throughout the pandemic and that's how they survived. But I only tried a few different dishes there, but the Serena Prawns appetizer was very good. It was done with a curry and their own garlic naan. And then um, they have something called Zanzibar Kukupaka. Now, in Indian restaurants, Kukupaka is completely different. So it's got the same name, yet it's a completely different dish, but it's a coconut um, milk-based curry and uh, had egg in it. It also had grilled chicken and potatoes, so that was really good. So that's a great spot. Um, they're right out on 6th Street, so it's 7677 6th Street in Burnaby. Mm. And then um, Zirak by Affin Kitchen. I don't know if you've have you been to this one, Jill. It is right on Main Street at 5th Avenue. It's actually very close to Mount Pleasant uh, Vintage. And this is the second restaurant by this group. Um, so they had opened up... During the pandemic, it's at uh, 2102 Main Street, and it's Afghan food. So they actually own another restaurant out in Surrey called Afghan Kitchen, which people may have heard of, because that's been around for five years. But as far as the city goes, they're one of few restaurants that specialize in Afghan cuisine. I've had a lot of different things here, but the Balani flatbread, always really good, filled with potato and house spices. Afghan chips was kind of a fun one. It goes really well with their cocktails. Their, their current cauliflower dish, very good, done with black tea pickled raisins, romesco, mm. and duca spice. It was a very interesting dish, but it's very good. The spicy chicken with gravy is not that spicy, so not to worry about the name there. But it was, it was also really good. The lamb kebab is also great. And then they've got this dessert there called, um, I can't actually never get it right. I always spell it wrong. But it's a sheer yak, and it's actually kind of made in-house, the mother uh, makes this so she makes this every day it's like a rose water ice cream with pistachio and cream really good and it's available all the time and then dumplings and stuff so that's a great one to go if you and i'm sure a lot of people have already been there because it's been very popular since they opened but that's a great spot to go for for dinner or for brunch on the weekend and then another spot is uh, moroccan so that's another one you don't find much of like there's really only one uh restaurant in the city actually two and the same guy owns it so uh, Moltaka Moroccan restaurant opened in Yaletown about a year plus ago. And uh, so right in the heart of the pandemic, he also owns one in Gastown. And I've had everything there. And I really think the, 
the flambe dishes, like everything that's done interactive table side is always a hit because they just light the rack of lamb on fire with cognac and people love it. It's a great Instagram moment, but it's always delicious. And the tagines are always very good. They have belly dancing on the weekends, Friday, Saturday night, belly dancing. So people, people who go specifically book for that so they can enjoy a show while they're eating dinner. But their pastillas are very good, all of them, and seafood, vegetable, chicken. And um, they're also all the meats halal, so people to know that. That's really important for some people. Uh, the cardamom duck tagine is actually my favorite. It's with figs, pear, and sesame. That's very good. Um, I really like that. And uh, so that's a great spot, especially if you're, you you want something at night in Yelltown. And they're like right on um, Mainland Street at 1002 Mainland Street. And then um, there's a Trinidadian restaurant. So that's another one. Like Caribbean food you don't find too much of around here. But a Trinidadian restaurant opened up during the pandemic. It's called um, Baby Doll Rody Shop. It's right on Commercial Drive at uh, 2707 Commercial Drive. And they're specializing in uh, curry. So you find the curry chicken with potatoes is very good. My friends told me the goat curry is very good. So that's one to know about. And they do something called Bus Up Shark. Rody. I had no idea what that was. I was like, what's this crazy name? But actually, it's a popular uh, type of roti in Trinidad. It's flaky. It's delicious. It's really good. They're only they're open like Wednesday to Sunday night. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, if you're looking for something um, kind of a more exotic and you're not traveling that way right now, this is a pretty good spot to go. And then um, there's a Syrian food uh, spot on in Granville downtown called Arabesque Cafe and Bakery. Um, this is another one. There's a few Syrian restaurants around the city now, but uh, they opened up uh, within the past year during the pandemic at uh, 1039 Granville Street. And they're more like everything's done in-house, first of all. So you've got a mixture of meats. You've got different things like that. You've got falafel. So their falafel is very different than Ofra's. It's a Syrian-style falafel. is very different than Israeli falafel. Same name, but different. Uh, Kibbeh, and they have... Um, Arabesque fry, you know, they've got very different things. They've got wraps and that kind of thing, skewers. It was all very good. And then they make, um, they have baking as well. So they have baklava and a bunch of different sweets that they make in-house. And they told me that they're actually wholesaling to many of the donair shops around the city. Where the donair shops want a dessert, but they don't actually make it in-house, they're getting it from these guys. So, you know, people, you try different things around the city, and you have no idea where it's actually being made. And then you discover that some of these actually restaurants are enterprising enough that they're now wholesaling to these other restaurants. Well, they all sound so good. And what a, a great way to try out the different international foods and, and perhaps foods that people haven't really tried before. Yeah, no, exactly. And we, you know, we have, if you go around, you go around the world and you, you travel these countries, you're going to find, of course, you're going to find many restaurants. But it's just, you know, it happens here. We've got immigration coming in, but we have immigration from a lot, you know, from some places from a lot of a lot of different uh People are coming from like Mexico or, you know, or Asia, that kind of thing. But here you've got some cultures and some the reasons there aren't a lot of people here yet. They're coming and then slowly people are opening more restaurants. Well, they uh, all sound absolutely great. Richard, as usual, thank you so much for bringing these to our attention and have a great weekend. Yeah, thank you. You as well.